Welcome back to the Music Movies Podcast, everybody. I am your host, Ben Young. Joining me once again tonight, my special guest, Strew Keen. How are you doing? It's been a little while. We're back. All right, Ben. We're back. We're back. We took a little break. It is summertime. We had some things going on in our lives. And we, no, saw we, other, we saw we each saw other. We saw each other in, each other in person. In person, it was great to see you, Ben. Thank you for coming to my parents' house, even though you said it was a bit late. Was a bit late, but you, you know, you had me over earlier than the 10 p.m. cutoff time. 10 p.m. It's like I ain't going out of my house. 9 p.m. All right, you called me up. You said you're getting back home. I'm coming over. Not that far away. So it was a good I time. Made, uh, this, yeah. yeah. It's good times. Songs, had some drinks. Yeah. Great time. We're doing something special tonight. Tell them about it. What are we talking about here? We're doing a classic. We're coming back with some would say a banger. But mainly our parents would probably say it's because this is an older movie. It is an older movie. And I feel honestly, like this is a lot of like a lot of older dad's favorite movie. Yeah. Yeah. Like, if your dad's 40-plus, he loves this movie. Yeah, probably even older than 40 at this if point. Dad, I'm 32, you, actually, so, yeah, like, right. like 50, so your dad was 60s. Born in 1962 or later, he loves this movie. Yeah. Because it's got, like, the first class of SNL-type guys in there, would you say? It's, I would say it's got a lot of the most iconic soul blues singers yes. in it. Yes, yeah. I would say that as well. It is the Blues Brothers. That's what we're talking about. You know, 1980 classic. Yeah, I honestly don't remember the first time watching it. I know that I did watch it before, but um, this most recent watch, it was a lot funnier than what I remembered. Honestly, it still holds up, man. Yeah. It's very good. Yeah, I would say it's definitely one of those movies where you forgot. I mean, you know, you didn't recognize it as a kid or when like a teenager when you saw something, but as an adult, it is very, very funny. funny, very funny. Um, I'm ready to just we're get into it. Are God. you? What? Uh, I said we're on a mission from God. <laughs> classic line, classic line. Um, I forgot how often it was said in the movie. Dude, he says it a lot. He yeah, has he... at home. And that's something that I think I forgot as well, that like I knew that was a line from the movie, but I didn't put together the pieces that like the reason he's saying that is because John Belushi's character was literally in a church when he decided, hey, we need to get the band back together. Yeah. You know what I mean? It's just it's just like, again, just fun. Just fucking funny, man. I'll probably say just fucking yeah. funny like 50 times tonight because how i feel about this movie corona <laughs> light under on it i was <laughs> wondering what you were drinking there corona light in a can no big deal no yeah it is my, it is my, my brother drank one of those before the wedding he's like this is like drinking sunshine in a can i agree i like corona <laughs> corona call us up free sponsorship free sponsorship. free no, well not for us for for you guys <laughs> 
Yeah. Yeah. Also, Whatever. speaking of this movie is also uh, you know good for older fathers. Shout out to our moms out there. It's been a while since we said that. Yeah, man. Foo show got a lot of moms listening. You want to uh, get into this, Ben? Let's get into a little. Dude, did you know? let's do it. Did you know that the Rotten Tomatoes score seventy three percent critic score. 92% audience score. I was like, I was like, give me something high for the audience. Like, that's a that's a D they got from the critics. I think I read somewhere that this was a box like office a bomb until the until the overseas numbers came in. I read that as well. Was that when you did you know? No, it's not. Okay. But the budget was twenty seven to thirty million dollars, and then at the box office it made a hundred and fifteen. Point two million, so a big time winner. Not a bad turnaround. Not a bad turnaround. I think we even have stated that this was the biggest. It was either the biggest or the second biggest SNL movie, next to. I think I think that was the biggest. Okay, next to Wayne's World, which was the second oh, biggest. Yeah, we brought that up. Yeah, yeah. Go back and listen to our Wayne's World episode. Yeah, fun one. <laughs> Got a little definitely, definitely it's a little banged up there at the end. There. Yeah. Speaking of budget, leading into my next, did you know? I only have like two. Did you know? Two main main ones here. Um, according to Dan Aykroyd, cocaine was included in the film's budget to help the cast um, and crew stay awake incredible. during night shoots. According to Aykroyd, John Belushi enjoyed it the most and felt that it enhanced his performance did you know <laughs> so bananas like like I, I also read that i was like what a bananas approach to filming a movie yeah oh, just gonna include lights, coke so we, we, need our... a, we need some cocaine dan why don't you get coffee it's like ain't gonna be strong enough yeah uh I guess uh, production deals and budgets were a little bit different back then. I don't know that that would fly today or not, including cocaine in the budget. Um, But hey, different times. So whatever, I guess. That is is absolutely crazy. I got a fun one here. Mine are all going to be John Belushi related because I love John Belushi. Uh, Suck it, Jim. Um, but John Belushi was nicknamed the black hole during filming because he went through hundreds of pairs of sunglasses during filming. He would do his scene and then lose his sunglasses after every scene. <laughs> what the fuck? <laughs> How do you just lose your sunglasses after? I mean, I guess you're, if you're high well, on coke, maybe. I was like, there's, cause, see, I was, there's a bunch of cocaine already on like on on uh, on the lot there for you. Yeah, it could be a little problematic, I guess. Yeah, yeah. I can't believe that fucking cocaine was <laughs> part of the budget of the movie. Pretty funny. Um, my next one. Did you know Paul Schaefer was an original member of the Blues Brothers band, and was supposed to be in the film, but according to Schaefer's memoir. He was also working on Gilda Live. Have you ever heard of this movie, Gilda Live? Me neither. No. Yeah, me neither. Must so stinker, good job. Though. Good job working on that movie. You worked on this movie, Gilda Live, and John Belushi fired him 
for being disloyal to the band. Good for John. You're out of the band. You're out of the band, motherfucker. You're out of the band. Your turn. Um, I, I have a fun one here. Okay. Soon as I find it in my notes, uh, I'll just do a quick and easy one. This is a fun one. Uh, All right. Carrie Fisher became engaged to Dan Aykroyd during the sh- uh, shoot shortly after he saved her life from, from she was choking. I read that, and yeah, I was gonna I was gonna say it if you didn't, but yeah, that's a good one. I didn't realize that they were then, uh, engaged. I didn't know that at, at all. And then it fell through because she went back to her old man. Oh. Well, okay then. They So they, didn't, they did not get married. John they didn't Belushi, get married. Not John Belushi. Uh, Dan they did Aykroyd. not get married. And uh, Dan Aykroyd is with the same person he's been with pretty much his entire life. Oh. Well, there you go. I don't have any more Did You Knows. Do you have any more? I got one more. All right. So this Do is another, another fun one is when John Belushi wasn't on set for filming, he went everywhere in Chicago. And when he did, everyone was slipping him vials and packets of cocaine. That was in addition to what he could have on set. Like, <laughs> Jesus. also on set, there was a private bar on set, on set just built for him. So, you know, when his friends came in from Chicago, they could wow. go to their private bar. So Carrie Fisher, who who John Lennon had warned to keep Belushi away from drugs if she could, said almost everyone who had a job there also dealt and were patrons of the private bar. Jesus Christ. So uh, Belushi was just this fucking guy just Yeah, this guy just uh, lived fast, man. And I mean, it's a shit because... Because he died of, like, an OD, too, right? I mean, like, that... He died of a drug overdose, yeah. Yeah. I mean, which is sad, but it's like you play with fire like that. I think he was in California when he... I want to say that, too, that he was, like, outside the Beverly Hills Hotel or something, right? Yeah. Combined drug intoxication at age 33. Wow. He was that young when he died? Yep. That's crazy, dude. I didn't realize that he was that young. That's why it's always lined up, because Farley also died of a uh, accidental cocaine and morphine overdose at age 33. That's wild, man. Chateau Marmont Hotel. Hmm. Yeah, that's crazy. Funny guy, man. This in yeah. uh, Animal House. Great. My favorite movie. Great performances. Also my dad's favorite movie. Yeah. Well, there you go. Um, You ready to get into a scene breakdown type of deal here? Scene breakdown. I mean, just sort of touch on the main ones. Like the blues. I mean, I say that. Yeah, this is a pretty long movie. Yeah. Uh, so we're only going <laughs> to, the iconic scenes we're going to get to, some iconic yeah. lines, iconic performances. Yeah. But we're not going to do a full scene breakdown because this is a two hour long movie and we already have enough episodes where our podcast is already longer than the movie. <laughs> yeah. But we it's appreciate like it's all enough. our listeners. It's... Thank you so much for hanging out with us. <clears throat> yeah. Great podcast to clean the house too. <laughs> yeah. I or agree. Get, or you got a I long agree. road trip. I agree. Um, but so some of the first notes I took, uh, he, so John Belushi's character, 
uh, Jake. He's getting Kill out of yet, Jake. Yeah, he's he's getting out of jail, and uh, you know his brother. Is it his brother or just like a friend? Is Elwood his brother guess, or his friend? Blue's brother. Like, Blue's brother, yeah. So I'm going to go say brothers, yeah. Elwood, uh, Blues, and Jake Blues. Blues. So Elwood picks him up, and I just thought this scene was great where, you know, Jake is, like, asking him, like, where the hell did our caddy go? Like, we're in this fucking cop car. And yeah. <laughs> Elwood's like, or no, Jake goes, you traded the caddy for a microphone? Because Elwood did just tell him, like, yeah, I traded it for a microphone. And uh, Jake's like, okay, I could see that. That type I, I of... The back of the, that, it's the back and forth. He goes, you traded, goes, you traded the caddy for this? And he goes, no, traded the caddy for a microphone. <laughs> okay, I can see All that. right, <laughs> I could see that. And that type of humor just runs throughout this entire movie, just like so... Um, over the top awesome. what, a lot of what, times what car are you trading for a microphone <laughs> yeah fucking microphone um yeah it makes it makes no sense in a normal world but in this world it makes complete sense it's like yeah i could see that um see that makes sense good yeah call. they so they run so they go over to see this nun named penguin Penguin. That's not her name. It's, it's probably it's probably her nickname. Well, they what, call her they Penguin, call though, right? Yeah. Am I yeah. wrong about that? <laughs> I'm not sure they say it to her face, but... Oh. <laughs> well, that's even funnier, then. Yeah. I thought they called... Because she looks I... like... Yeah, because she looks like a penguin. <laughs> yeah. Um. But Jake's like, why the fuck do we got to go over there? And Elwood's like, yo, we promised her. We have to go there. Yeah, you sit, when you get out, we go see the penguin. I thought this scene was so fucking funny. This might be my third favorite scene in the whole freaking movie because... I definitely forgot how funny it was. <laughs> but she's just slapping them around. Left, and they're like, well, ow, like, I mean, ow, ow. Well, you know, it's because they start cursing in front of nuns. So it's like, and then it's like every time you... Yeah. Uh, like, when you're talking to a child, like, oh, well, fuck. Oh, shit. Oh, damn it. Oh, kids. Like, <laughs> Yeah, and she's like, "What did you, what did you say to me?" And Jake's like, "You refused to take our money." And then I said, "I guess you're up shit creek then." And she just starts smacking them around for like the, it's like way longer than it should be, which is what makes it funny, because you're like, like, "Oh, oh, fuck, shit, (laughs) yeah, fuck, shit." He goes, "Bitch, Christ, (laughs) dude, I was." dying during that scene uh, I'm, I'm, I'm almost tearing up because how funny that is when that you think about it. scene was great but it sets up the movie because they're like okay we gotta get we gotta get penguin five grand for whatever what was the reason is the church getting shut down or something the or orphanage other? they're shut down the orphanage yeah so they have it in their hearts they're like oh five grand that'll be easy we'll just play some gigs <laughs> real quick they have it in their head that like oh we're just gonna play some gigs and Dude, five, five, gr- grand. five grand in 1980? That was probably like 15 grand today. Uh, yeah. Now I'm going to look it up. I, I, I got to do... What was the inflation? Yeah, that's what I'm about to do. Okay, so that... Okay, if in 1980 I purchased an item for $5,000... Then in 2021, that same item would cost 
$16,334. Jeez. <laughs> you, you were pretty close. Uh, yeah, pretty close. Pretty close. Cumulative rate of inflation, 226%. So, uh, to play some gigs as a just a band like playing fucking you know yeah, over dive. a couple of days yeah like dude that ain't fucking happening um so they tell her that anyway and they're like all right let's uh i guess you're up shit creek i guess you're up shit creek i just look it's like i do that too with people go what and i go what i said was <laughs> oh what i said was yeah well, I guess he didn't tell her that they were playing band. He didn't come up with the idea to get the band back together. But he does tell her, like, oh, five grand, that's easy. We'll figure it out. And then they go to a church where um, Cameo, this movie's got cameos all over the fucking place. It is, our, it is the second cameo of the film. Who was the first cameo? Cap Calloway. Did we see him already? I didn't think yeah, we got to him yet. He's the he's one that tells him to go to the church. Oh, really? Okay. Yeah. I forgot that. Another little note. I didn't realize that was Cab Calloway at first. I didn't realize it until the end. Yeah, I didn't either. I, like, looked into it. Anyway, James Brown, he's singing at the church. I thought this scene was pretty fucking entertaining, actually. I can't remember how the song went exactly, but it was called The Old Landmark. I looked it up. I thought the bassist was very good during this scene. The line sounded very good. The band uh, looked both very... Both players in this movie are very good. Yeah, these are all legit musicians within yeah. this movie, yeah. other than the two main blues brothers yeah, those are all real musicians <laughs> yeah which makes that us dude, th go ahead donald duck donald duck duff the bass player for the blues is like he's like one of the most recorded bass players of all time really okay yeah well there you go i love how the blues brothers are like two actors acting like blues people and just surrounding themselves with a bunch of actual musicians like for real for musicians. real musicians like for real for real musicians which again First time watching this movie, I don't think I realized that all of the musicians were actual musicians. Like, I just thought, yeah, ah, just I, random I actors. Realize. And then you look into it, it's like, oh, wait a minute, these are like all real dudes. So, like, I yeah, knew James. I was like, my like, my like, my like, uh, late teens when I realized because I was looking up the bass player. Okay. Like, that guy was like, looks so cool with the big hair and the big beard and the fucking corn cob pipe. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Look at him. Oh, this guy's a real, oh, this guy's, oh, this guy's, <laughs> oh, this guy's for real, for real deal. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so during this scene in particular, like the bassist is like just fucking shredding, entertaining scene, Absolutely. just fucking taking that baseline for a walk. Yeah. And Jake sees the light here. And it's like, yo, we got to get the band back together. It's like, all right, I guess that's what we're going to do my then. Favorite lines of just the Jesus H tap dance in Christ. <laughs> <laughs> it's like that's what good, I also man. like, I thought. For the longest time, I, my dad would say that, and I thought it was just something that he said. I didn't realize it was from the movie. So as soon as I heard that, I just fucking start cracking. Start cracking up. That's good. Just That's like, good. Oh, it's even funnier here because he's all illuminated. Yeah. <laughs> Jesus, H-Tap, dancing Christ. Yeah. So he gets this idea. They get into the car, and they're they're talking, and he's like, we got to get the band you know back cool? together. 
What's one that? more cool thing about this the church scene with James Brown is oh, so like they had difficulties because uh, obviously in the movie it's all lip singing. Uh, James Brown couldn't figure out the concept of lip singing, so he's actually lip singing. It is yeah. dubbed. It's it's dubbed over, but in for me, he was actually singing. Oh well, there you go. <laughs> <laughs> That's funny. For some reason, he couldn't figure out how to do it. The lip singing. Yeah. Um, I, that's something I read is like the, the real singers had issues doing the the lip uh, singing part because uh, the Aretha Franklin her, her, that whole scene is is uh, pieced together. It's cut and it's cut and glued. Okay. Yeah. No, that makes sense. Um. But let's get to, let's get to this car ride. scene. Yeah, said, this uh, car watch. ride scene again, just really fucking funny. That's my second time saying it tonight. I hope you guys are Let's taking that over. Um, Jake's like, hey, we need to get back. We need to get the band together because Elwood told him previously. He's like, yeah, I haven't talked to him. And Jake goes, why'd you not talk to the band? He is like, and Elwood goes, what was I going to do? Take away your only hope? I took the liberty of bullshitting you. I wasn't lying. Just bullshitting. Just bullshitting. As if, yeah. as if those things are different. Lying and bullshitting are different. I do love that. I mean, it's literally just the fucking... It's it's just like the... I didn't say you are a bitch. I said you were acting, acting like, like a bitch. Acting like a bitch, yeah. I do think there's a difference there a little bit. <laughs> but, you know, I don't know. Uh, so, for some reason... Why were they getting pulled over by the cops anyway? Was it just because they had a cop car? Or, I think they were I don't speeding. Even, or they were they sp- speeding? Went through a stop okay. sign or something? Them in the car running away from cops... Nazis, etc., is an ongoing thread throughout this movie, especially the at the end. Two cops too. Yeah, um, they're gonna catch us. Yeah, well, they God. get they get pulled over, and then Elwood's like, "Fuck this, we're just gonna go." And I guess Jake's telling him like, "Uh, fuck, like I'm gonna go back to jail," and he's like, what? "They're I not gonna catch out. us." <laughs> yeah, the first thing you're gonna do is get me back. <laughs> And Elwood's like, they're not going to catch us. We're on a mission from God. And he just says it like so blunt. This... I also love Dan Aykroyd's Chicago accent is pretty solid, even though he's from Canada. Is he from Canada? Yeah. Really? Yeah. I didn't yeah. know that. I he just went to Second so... City here in Chicago, in Chicago. So He what? Went to se- uh, Second City. Yeah. Like, I just figured him and Bill Murray and those SNL guys were just like Chicago guys. Just, I mean, yeah. they sort of, sort of are. I mean, Bill Murray is right. from Chicago, though, right? Or, Bill Murray's from Chicago. Okay. Uh, Chris Farley is from Madison, Wisconsin, but he went to, um, he went to Second City in Chicago, and Madison, Wisconsin, isn't that far from Chicago. Gotcha. Uh, yeah, Dan Aykroyd is from Ottawa, Canada. Okay. Well, it makes sense why they shot it in Chicago regardless um is john landis a chicago guy do we know uh so dan Aykroyd went to second city in 1973 and he was born in 1952 so he was oh there what's that 21 okay uh and john landis if i fucking can spell he 
is from Chicago. Oh. All right. So the second city thing and John Landis being from Chicago. Apparently, again, didn't know this. John Landis is one of the cops in this. Yeah. In the card. Didn't realize that. He's the. Yeah. That's pretty good. Another cameo. Hey, Director of the I fucking Nick, movie. I would do it, too. Yeah, why not? I'm putting myself in my Absolute, own fucking movie. Screw it. 100% every single time. This car ride, this chase, is so, again, so fucking funny. They're driving through a fucking mall. And just, like, all these people are running out of the way. You see a Toys R Us and everything. Uh, and then one of them just says... You see, a lot of, you see a lot of stores that aren't around here. I love that. Yeah, it uh, is weird. Yeah. It's a, it's like They're a nostalgia pointing trip. pointing out stores. Yeah. Pointing out fucking stores. Baby clothes. Man, this place has got everything. <laughs> they're just like nonchalant about it. Like they're not uh, driving through a mall with cops chasing I, them yeah. right now. In in every driving scene, they're both so calm. Like, in, like yeah, doesn't like matter. They don't ever break character. They always have their sunglasses on. Always yep. have the hats on. Yeah, just like super cool. Just like nothing, super nothing cool. fucking faces us. We're too cool for like, that. With with the earlier bridge shows that we didn't talk about, and then this scene is like it just shows like it, and you'll see later maybe how they're unkillable. <laughs> yeah, we're getting to that. <laughs> we're getting to that. Uh, also, so much destruction in this mall. Like I can't believe the budget was only like thirty mil. There's so much destruction, and one of the did you know things that I read? Uh, they were able to drive like 115 miles an hour, like under some bridge or something in Chicago. They yeah. like cleared out. That's fast, man. That's like not uh, that's fucking very fast. That's very fast. That's like NASCAR fast. Yeah. I'd be scared. Shit. I don't know if I've ever been 150 miles an hour in a car before. I might. 115. 115. Not, I might. Not 150. Yeah. 115. I've definitely been 100 in a car before. I've been 100, yeah, one, 100, without a doubt. Yeah, without a doubt. Which is right? still very, very fast. fast. It's still too just fast. It's so unsafe. Like, it's just so unsafe. No one needs to drive that fast. It's so stupid. It, the one time I remember going 100, I think we were like, my dad and I were like coming back from the baseball hall of fame, actually. And we were like on the freeway. He's like, wow, we just hit 100 miles an hour. I was like, Oh shit, going pretty oh. fast, I guess. Uh, I always, I always, when I was living in Delaware, uh, I ninety five. I always like to do ninety five on ninety five. Well, there you go. If there's so, no cars on the road, fucking send it. I mean, I'm not endorsing it, but no, 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 no. no. Buckle up, people. We're still here. Don't yeah, buckle. Yeah, don't. It's bad news. However, like not nearly as many people were like. We're on cell phones that had TVs and shit in their car. Yeah, I fucking agree, man. <laughs> At least, like, somebody going 95 without that shit, probably paying I mean, attention, I would hope. There, was, there wasn't an, uh, an iPhone or an iPod to, like... There you go. To, like, look at our, while you're driving. Yeah, it's, 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 like, 2008, so... Yeah, okay. We were 18 at that point. I was 18. What's that? Said so you could like what I you could, I didn't get an iPad my first iPad oh, so what, okay. was 18, 2008. Yeah, yeah. There you go. And then you and it still wouldn't hook up to the car. You had to get that fucking thing that plugged in the tape. Yeah, the tape yeah. It's a whole deal. That's funny. In this movie, though, nothing in the cars. 
just like radio. Yeah. Um, but they get so Elwood he gets them to his apartment complex where we first meet Carrie Fisher's character, who I guess has it out for. Well, you don't know this at the time, but she has it out for Jake, her ex-boyfriend. Vendetta. Well, and she's you didn't know got his ex-boyfriend like, then. What's that? You didn't know. What oh, you didn't know. Yeah, about. you didn't know that it was her ex-boyfriend at the time, but she, for some reason, has like military arsenal all over. <laughs> it's, it's, <laughs> it's just like so I like, fucking ridiculous. She's got a fucking rocket launcher in her car. She's like, it's so funny because like, you just see sweet, you, you see sweet Carrie Fisher. Like she looks good. She looks great. Yeah. Fuck. It just pulls out, <laughs> pulls out a, a four fucking... barrel rocket yeah. launcher. You're like what the fuck? And she shoots it. She shoots it at them. Yeah. <laughs> blows up the building, and then they just get up like nothing happened. Bum 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 bum. The fucking music hits, and they just like yeah. <laughs> get up like nothing phases them. Dude, that is funny. Good stuff. Uh, that man. building. That building is in, is it in Chicago? Uh, it is in Chicago. It's downtown. Uh, the Plymouth Hotel is now a. It's re it's renamed, but uh, now it's a really fancy place where people who have big, lots of money uh, live. Yeah. But it's funny because uh, it was a a male only hotel, which is uh, I think there's still a couple a male uh, only hotel. Yeah, that was a real thing for a while here. That's interesting. Um, I did actually. Let's and, let's talk about that now. Like some of the things in this movie, you live in Chicago. Um, are there? Th- a lot of things in this movie that you see and you're like, oh, I know that place. Oh, I've been there recently or in general. Uh, I mean, so a lot of it's filmed. Uh, so Calumet City is, is actually closer to Indiana than it is Chicago. That's where most of the, like, that's where they say they're from. Okay. Um, and a lot of it is, is straight up downtown. I mean, I thought the coolest thing for me is because I live up the street from Wrigley Field, but they do the Wrigley Field scene and it's okay. just all parking lot. There's just all parking lots around it. Like, shit, there hasn't been a parking lot around Wrigley in like 30 fucking years. A parking lot what? Around? Around Wrigley, yeah. Oh, okay. I see what you're saying. Because there's like, what, a bunch of street vendors and shit out there now or something? Well, now there's bars, bars there's a hotel, yeah. Yeah. yeah, fucking gyms. Yeah, dude, my dad um, went to dental school in Chicago probably around the time that movie came. That might have been like his last year of dental school, actually. And he would say like, yeah, the, you know, Cubs games wouldn't draw fucking anybody back then. Like nobody was yeah, no, going to these. Yeah. Now it's like, you know, baseball games in general, like a lot of teams just draw crowds just for something to do. But but there's a lot like a lot of them I was like looking for street signs and like seeing where it was like I would see the venue or like where they're at I'd Google like they went like went to the restaurant that Shea Paul like I looked that up like where that was and like oh that's actually not too far from my house which is pretty cool the restaurant um, that they get the fancy restaurant yeah yeah it's in like it's in Lincoln Park um and then uh, I don't see it's in the Gold Coast okay um but uh, yeah, like, so like, all the streets are still the same. Like when they do the lower whacker, like, oh, this is definitely lower whacker. Like that's exactly what I mean. That's what it is. Nice. It's also you also see it in the dark night. Oh, there you go. Um, but yeah, I mean that, that's what, what I mean. The, the L, there's definitely buildings right next to L. Like in his hotel, he looks at the window. I mean, some people's view are, is the L train. I was going to ask that as well. 
Are is there real like rooms like that? Oh yeah, dude, right next to it. Right, right next, next to, to it. it. I mean, that room Could, that they were in was it. like a fucking closet. Like that. That's, that's, that's that's the size of the like those. Like, it says transients welcome. Like like you can get there like sixty bucks. Like I mean, like maybe like, well, like sixty bucks a month for like well, wow. at, at the time like eight dollars a night. Yeah, or something. yeah, yeah, yeah. Dude, that's uh, wild, man. Because I was like. Wh- Watching the movie, I'm like, Jesus Christ, you got the train just rolling by like that? I think he even says, like, you just get used to it or something. Yeah, um, how often that train come? It comes so often you won't even notice You it. won't even, yeah, yeah. That was good. Uh, yeah, that is a very small apartment. Yeah, there are definitely plenty of apartments that are like that. right next to the train Jeez. tracks. I mean, there's my front door is a bus stop. Yeah. Like on my front door, you catch the Clark bus right there. Wow. You're right the, there. The 22, right there. That's why I get so mad when my deliveries get don't ring my doorbell and they leave it on the street. Yoink. Because you could steal my package and get right on the bus. Bye. Bye. See ya. <laughs> See ya. Yeah. Um, so then we move on to the... They decide to get the band back together, and the first stop is visiting... Murph and the Magic Tones. Cool band name. And I have he- written down here, Awful Sound. This band sounded like crap in this scene. Although I did look them up, and as we've stated, these are actual musicians. Maybe they were Real purposely... Musicians. Maybe they were purposely yeah. trying to sound like shit for this particular scene. Yeah, like, like they're just doing what it takes band. to get by kind of deal. Yeah. yeah, like just whatever. Just here for the paycheck. Exactly. I also like how they got 90% of the band back in one scene. <laughs> they really did. I guess it was 80, like, 80% because they only had two more guys. Well, it, it is funny. It's like we need to get the band back together. And it's like the band is actually still together, essentially. They're still together, yeah. You're the <laughs> only, guys, you're not the only the guys not in the band. So just you guys and there's other two guys. So, so well, we're, yeah. we're still over here doing it. Yep. Uh, so yeah, I thought that was, I thought that was funny. Um, and as you said, a good representation of a band just sort of trying to, trying to get by, not necessarily putting a shit ton of effort into it, just doing the thing. Um, but we move on to a funnier scene. Man, was this might be my second favorite scene. In the whole movie. This might be my first favorite It scene. might be. Yeah, this is very good. We get to this dinner scene. The next guy in the Shea band. Paul. Is that the name of the guy? Or the name of the, the restaurant? The restaurant is okay. Shea Paul. Which also, the restaurant was, the same restaurant was based, uh, was the basis of the scene of Ferris Bueller. Oh, was it? Okay. Yep. Okay. This uh, is also a real restaurant Sausage in Chicago. Sausage King? Yeah. Um, but they're trying to get the hosts back in the band, the host at the restaurant. He's a, yeah. He's Is the he trumpeteer. the trumpeteer. He's the what? Trumpeteer. Okay. That's what, that's what you call someone who plays the trumpet. I know. I'm just, I'm laughing. Sure? Because like, it didn't seem like you knew. I'm laughing because it's like they needed to go over there to get the trumpeteer guy. <laughs> like, yeah, trumpet, 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 trumpet. So, like, no offense to the trumpet players out there, but like, 
Come on. Trumpeteer. Trumpeteer. Whatever. Anyway, this scene is fucking hilarious. It might be my number one. I don't know. We get a peewee cameo, think, which is great. Uh, which is I bananas in a, in a, in a nice mustard colored jacket. Yeah. Were you going to say something else? I also else? like this. I just think I, I wish that I could find out if this was improvised or not. Because like this, you could see how this is like Belushi, definitely high on cocaine, just doing Belushi. <laughs> Dude, it, it like we'll get to the Belushi, we'll get to the Belushi part, but the there's other funny parts of this scene where they sit down. There's a family just trying to enjoy their dinner. You know, they're spending a lot of coin on this on this fancy ass dinner, and it's like the one guy. I think it's a guy that goes. He's like, they're offensive smelling. I mean, they smell bad. Like they, they smell literally bad. smell. Like he's not just saying I, like, uh, these people. He's like, they actually stink because this they is probably a real thing that happens in restaurants too. People, customer complains customers definitely complain about other customers all the time. About them smelling? Does this happen at your restaurants? Not at my restaurant. But okay. it happens I know that I know that it happens at restaurants. <laughs> and then uh Another funny part of this scene is when they're sipping their drinks of water and it's like <laughs> yep. making the most yeah. obnoxious. <laughs> yeah, they're making the most obnoxious noises ever at this fancy restaurant. But the funniest scene is definitely Belushi going over to the other family's table and he's like, How much for the girl? How much, How for, much the for the women? <laughs> Sell me your children. Sell me. Your wife, how much for how your How much wife? for them? And the, the guy is just like horrified. He's like, what the fuck is going on the, here right now? It's like, imagine being... Sell me your, sell children. Me your children. How much also, for the women? In- like, I, I just, I, I don't know, like the, the idea behind this is like embracing that uh, this guy hates me. All right, let's make it even worse for him. That's exactly it. Because the host... The trumpeteer is like, guys, I need you to get the fuck out of here. Like, this is my job. And they and they just stone cold look at him. They're like, you need to join the band or we will come here for breakfast, lunch, and dinner every dinner. single day. And he's like, all right, fine, I'll do it. God damn it. Like, <laughs> It's so funny. It's, it's so funny. Dude, also, I was I would fucking say, I would say dying. Completely complete before it's time yeah man yeah <laughs> listen we will come back here for breakfast, breakfast lunch, and dinner every, every day. single day if you yeah. do not join the band it's like what the hell is that guy gonna do <laughs> exactly he's just like fuck. no choice yeah i was thinking fuck. about it. i'm like what is that guy gonna do tell him no like yeah. <laughs> It is so funny. It is so, so funny. So funny. I was dying, I, dude. I, I am like almost crying <laughs> just because the threat. The threat. Him. We will come back here for breakfast, lunch, and dinner every day. <laughs> I was dying, dude. Sell me your wife. Sell me your wife <laughs> and your children. How much for the girl? Yeah. So. <laughs> The guy caves, and it's like, all right, now we got to get one more. This, The next guy is the guitarist, I think. Yeah. I forget what his name Matt. is. Okay. 
His wife just happens to be Aretha Franklin in this fictional universe. You know what's funny is it took me a second. If I if you didn't know what Aretha Franklin looked like, you would it would take you a second to get that. Oh that, yeah, that is. I, yeah, but uh, yeah, it's her. So they own this uh, diner together, and yeah, she Matt, Matt Murphy is the, is the yeah. Um, his nickname is Guitar. Guitar. Yeah. Let me look this up real quick. Um. Why? You know what else is funny about the Blues Brothers? So when you look them up on Wikipedia, they're like treated as like a legit band. The Blues Brothers are an American blues and soul revivalist band. Well, I'm looking at the bass player Donald Duck Dunn's list, and I mean, this guy, Associated Acts, Otis Redding, Booker T and the MGs, Albert King, the Marquis, the Blues Brothers, and Sam and Dave. Died in Tokyo. Died in Tokyo, huh? Uh, yep. Died in his sleep after his fifth double show. So he's playing two nights, twice a week. I mean, twice a night. Mm. Yeah, you're right, guys. How do you have the nickname Guitar? He must just be really fucking good at guitar if your nickname is Guitar. Awesome at guitar. <laughs> He's probably fucking great. I mean, he was in this movie from the... I, they didn't show him... Oh, his first signature guitar was manufactured by Court Guitars, though. Mm. He's playing <laughs> Gibsons in this movie. Court, come on, man! Show Gene this man Simmons some respect. Yeah, I see his names on this list too. When I think of Court, though, I think of like just like cheap, like beginner guitar. Is that wrong to think? Yeah, piece, pieces, pieces, piece, right? Okay. I mean, I'm, like, well, like every, even the shittier lines of guitars have like their custom made pieces. Like first act guitars has a custom line. It's, it's awesome. Okay. Okay. But like, you know. No one's no one's buying them. Yeah, come on, man. First act. Come on. Yeah. Step your game up a little bit. Yeah, I'll I'll buy a Gibson next. Thank you. Yeah. Anyway, uh, at this diner, or yeah, it is a diner restaurant. Aretha Franklin, she's Lunch working there. Yeah. Guitars working there. And uh, their husband and wife, and she's like, he's like talking about getting back into the band. He's like, hey, the Blues Brothers are here. I want, like, they want me back. And she's like, the Blues Brothers, they still owe you money, fool. Like, what are you you doing? He's so excited to see him, too. Yeah, he's pumped. He's pumped for this band. And um, that's when she breaks out into her song, Think. Think turns into a musical performance almost is this movie a musical <laughs> sort of i mean is it more of a comedy is it, it's more ugh. it's sort of both is it the musical sort of, of the month i guess it could be could be they do break into song out of nowhere and that is your your that's definition. my only qualification 
They so do I'm, it like twice. They don't do it a do whole it. lot. The, a lot of times it is a re- actual performance. Yeah. But this scene and the next scene are both break out into randomly break out into song. It's very true. Maybe I won't make this a musical of the month, but could be seen as one. Could be seen as one. Is it technically a comedy? Yeah. Oh, it's definitely a comedy. We're fucking cracking up during this movie, dude. True. Love my ass off. Yeah. Yeah. Comedy yeah. slash musical is what it's, it's wow. titled as. There you go. Hmm. Maybe it is a musical of the month then. I don't know. Doesn't we'll matter. Next week. Yeah. Yeah. Do you enjoy this song? I'm not going out of my way to listen to it really, Think? but yeah. It's a good song. I like every, yeah. It's, I mean, I hear it in like on every other commercial, so it's like kind of ruined for me, but I think oh, okay. it, you'll, you'll never see me putting it on to play with it. I want to say a lot but, of the songs in this movie are probably not going out of my way to listen to. But if it came out. If I'm out, I'm not going to be like, oh, my God, this. Yeah, song. exactly. I don't like, hate the songs. Yeah. I don't hate the songs. I just don't. I don't love them either. Yeah. Good song, though. Good cameo. Cool that she was in the movie. I like how the the, the reoccurring, well, it, it not not reoccurring as well, but reoccurring in like other crumbs. Like, I think four fried chickens and a Coke. It's like, you want legs or thighs? I said four fried chickens <laughs> and a Coke. This guy wants white dry toast and four whole fried chickens. It's good, man. It's good. Yeah, it reminds me of the Parks and Rec. Like, just give me all the bacon and eggs you have. Wait, hold on. I think you heard me. What you heard is give me a lot of bacon and eggs. But what I said was give me all the bacon and eggs you have. I haven't watched Parks and Rec, but I hear it's funny. Skip the first two seasons. That's, that's what I hear. Is. That's what I keep hearing, too. That, like, season one's not great, but it brings it around season two or something. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I don't know how you just start a show in the second or third season, though, without seeing the first. It's a problem. I uh, Oh, you know, eh. whatever. Okay, whatever. <laughs> All right, so moving along here, more cameos. Ray Charles. Um, music has changed. Yeah. You know, you used to work at a music store, Keen. I used to like coming in there. <laughs> Shots fired. Uh, well, I haven't been in a music store in like a long while now. I just order everything online. What's the point? If I don't like it, I'll just send uh, it back. One of my favorite things to do is to go to a music store. Every time I go on vacation, I go. To, I try to find a music store to go to. Really? I do. I actually cool. make it a point to to like look up a local guitar store and go in. You well, never know what cool. they got sometimes. That's co- I I like that. I like that you do that. And like a lot of things, like I always feel like when I buy an instrument, like it needs to come naturally to me. Like most of the guitars that I own have come like naturally you know, walked in the like they come kind of naturally. So like, I I gotta feel it out. It's hard for me to just buy in like a new guitar. Gotcha. Unless it's like, the Gib- this, like, Gibson Demo Shop guitar, then you're I mean, that's fuck because those are steals. <laughs> Uh, but this this last trip to California, I made it a point to go to a couple. That's cool. I like that. Do you go to Chicago Music oh. Exchange at all? When you're, is that uh, near you? I yeah, it's, it's 
uh, pilot. I've been there a couple of times. I don't go there all the time. There's a cooler get... shop called Rock and Roll Vintage. It's very close to my house. Okay. I just know Chicago I Music like Exchange because it's on Reverb. So yeah, I mean they're they're cool over there. But I like to uh, I like the used. I'm the, I'm more a used guitar guy than a new okay. guitar guy. So they don't do too much used. Yeah. No, that might be the smart way to go. Um, but yeah, I, I like this. Like What's that? One or two new guitars. I think I've only had one new guitar my entire life. Like brand new. Yeah. Yeah. I've had a number of them. I don't know if I've ever actually bought a used guitar or not. Come to think of it. Sorry. I've never bought used guitars. I have a used amp. And I actually bought a used amp from Chicago Music Exchange, my orange amp. They said it was used, but like, yeah, they said it was used, but like, dude, this thing came with a fucking box. It was like somebody just said, eh, I don't like this and returned it. Pretty pretty good I deal. I, I hate the color orange. You hate the oh, and the person said that I no, hate the color orange. The, yeah, <laughs> that'd yeah, be funny. I hate the color orange. Yeah, you know what? I don't know why. I'll never forget this. the one time. One time I was working at that music store, and uh, a kid came in with orange shoes, orange pants, orange shirt, and orange hair, and asked me, "Hey man, do you guys sell orange amps?" I go, "Why? So your amp can match your hair, your shirt, your <laughs> shoes, and your pants." He just fucking stared at me. <laughs> he was like, "Yeah, good job, smart ass." Now where's yeah, as a matter of fact, that's exactly why I want to do it. Yeah. So do you have it? <laughs> so do you have it or not? Piece of shit. Yeah. Yeah. We Fuck we it. got it. All right. I'll get you it. And I was like, "Nah, we don't got those things either." Sorry, dude. <laughs> Sorry. Out of stock, like almost everything. Um, but. You know what? Back to the movie. I actually, I do like this scene. I don't know that we see that many of these types of scenes where they're in a music store. And uh, as I said, I liked, I like doing that. Maybe I should start doing that again. Going to music stores. Going to Guitar Center or Accent Music. I mean, really cool stuff. Don't go there. I, w- is, I wonder if Crossroads is still open. Maybe I should check that out again. Pretty close to your house. It is pretty close. It is pretty close. Uh, it, but yeah, it's Ray Charles. He's the one that runs it. And obviously, Ray Charles is blind, which is why this is fucking funny. You know, he act like he's acting like he can't see anything because he can't. Yet, when a kid tries to steal a guitar, boom, brings out a gun and shoots it, <laughs> shoots it off right towards the kid. He's like, get out of here, kid. That, that was funny, kid. man. Yeah. Um, I also like that in classic music sort of thing. All you just go and just grab shelves and walls and just grab it. Just start like, playing no, it. Please yep. ask for, please ask for assistance when you're when you're grabbing things. You're not allowed to do that. You shouldn't do that. You shouldn't just like. It's just res- it's it's respect just thing. Yeah, yeah. I can see that. We did that a lot because at Accent Music, but it. you work there, so it was okay. I worked there for to like just go under like the acoustic guitar stuff. Go into the acoustic guitar yeah. section. Just take some acoustic guitars off the wall. Just start strumming them. Just grab a five thousand dollar guitar and just start fucking Why it up. <laughs> Make it Why so not? that no one is going to want to buy this thing. Why not? Why not? Fuck Why it. Not? Why not? Um, I love that Ray it's Charles. What's that? It's not yours. <laughs> and I'm not gonna buy it now after I fuck it up. Yeah. <laughs> um, 
I love that Ray Charles sits down on the piano and he's just like on a Fender Rhodes, not just a piano, Fender Rhodes. Is that a special type of piano? I didn't I didn't know. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, it's a Fender made piano for a, a very short run and called the, the Fender Rhodes and they're bucking badass. They are super expensive. Well, they're it's expensive funny. Then, but, and now they're more expensive now. I, I bet. Um, it's funny during this scene because the one guy is playing it or they're trying to buy gear and he's like, hey, uh, the action on this piano, it's a little high or a little tight or whatever. And the, And he's like, so I don't think it's worth as much as Ray Charles was saying it was worth and then ray sits down and it's like nah but he starts playing and he's like i don't think there's anything wrong with the action on me. this he's like pretty good to me and he plays a song yeah. shake a tail feather another musical performance another solid performance again i would say this might be the best performance of the movie really it might yeah. be i have a favorite it hasn't come just the choreography. I, mean, I have a favorite too, but the uh, choreography. Choreography, yeah, yeah, it was cool. It was cool. I agree. I agree. Um, moving along though, uh, this might be my favorite scene in the entire movie. Bob's country uh, bunker performance. This is very funny. Yeah. Um. So I guess Jake, he booked a show, but they. Go to the wrong place, and uh, uh, I think I I don't think they they had a, anything booked. I think they just went for a car. It was a, a bit of a ruse. Okay, so it was like, hey, get the band back together. We're just going to go to a restaurant and then see what we can do. Is that what you're yeah. saying? Yeah. So yeah, Jake is so. talking to the bartender. He goes, "What kind of music do you play here?" And she's like, "We got country and western." As you if two kinds, two country different, and western. As if they're two different types of music. Do you? Is there a different? Uh, do you think country and western are two different types of music? Keen? I mean, I know that country western is a type of music, but I'm not sure if country and western are two different kinds. Yeah, I don't think so either. I just think they're one and the same. Country, yeah, and western. It's the same type of shit. I'm but sure that some people like will get some DMs and like. Country and Western, and Western are two, are two different, different types. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Educated swines. <laughs> I'd just be glad that they're listening to our podcast, honestly. Thank you. Hey, shout out. Yeah. Um, but so they act as the band that is supposed to perform there that night. They're like, yeah, fuck it. All right, cool. Yeah, we're going to play. Um, I love that the stage is a cage basically like as if this isn't the first time that they've had a band go up there and get shit thrown at them and you know just get shit thrown i kind of i kind of like the idea honestly yeah i mean i never got anything thrown at me but i like the idea in the event eh, you know maybe yeah um <laughs> i also feel way more common like leaving my shit there that's true. That's true. Um, yeah. I, so they start the performance, though, and I love that they they break out in the song, Give Me Some Lovin', which that's actually a really good I like that song. Give us some like lovin', give it, give it. 
I love that. Uh, and again, they're real musicians, so they're doing a good job performing. Also, that's, a, that's a great intro song. Like they, that's a good one to start off with. Great intro song and great intro by Elwood. He's like starting to yeah. say a little something. You know what? Before we get to that, though, they have like a little set list that I guess is given to them by the bartender yeah, here, here, or the owner the or whatever you're gonna play yeah. yeah here are the songs you're, and then jake's looks at it and goes this doesn't mean anything let's just do our regular set throws it away love that they go into give me some what? loving and <laughs> just just start getting shit thrown at them that been in it i couldn't imagine Man. like playing a venue like hey here are the songs you're playing i'm like oh well, I'm not gonna play any songs because you just give this to me. I was gonna play happy songs, but now I'm not going to. Yeah. yeah. But they tried playing their regular set of "Give Me Some Lovin'." Good song. I probably would have rather heard that song, honestly, all the way through than any of the other songs in this yeah. movie. Uh, but they're like, "Shit, we're getting." It wasn't like they just got one or two things thrown at them. It was like the entire crowd just like boom, 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 boom. And they're like just oh, unloading on them. <laughs> Um, so they have to call an audible here, and it's the theme from Rawhide, which I don't even know the show or the movie or what. Did you? I, did you look I, this I up? Knew the, I knew the song, but I didn't know that. I didn't know it was the. Theme I knew the Rawhide. song. I didn't know it was a theme to something, but it, it's a theme Rawhide. And uh, Jake is not happy about this during this performance. He's just standing there. No, he's, he's just like. Singing along, but like you can tell he isn't into it. And we've definitely been there before where we're like playing a cut co- like numerous times where you're like just playing a cover song, it's just like, uh, this song uh-uh. sucks. We like this. Or then I'm like, oh, we like this way more than you guys do. Who, us or the fans? Yeah. Okay, no, the we like play it. I think, all right, that one's for us. That, one that is for one's us. for us. That one's for you. Yeah. Like Santeria comes to mind. Like that's a song where I'm just like, Jesus Christ, just put a bullet oh, in my head. Yeah, I'm back there snoozing. It's like, uh, but the crowd actually really likes it, and it's like, all right, whatever, we'll play it. But Jesus Christ, don't want to. Well, it's like when we would occasionally cover like "Won't Back Down" by Tom Petty. Like I love that song, but like it's like it's snooze boring, fest. Boring to play. Boring to play. Yeah. Or like "Never Let You Go" by the Red Line. Great song. Bam, bam, bam. But... Yeah, it's a it's a snoozer to play. You're absolutely right. Absolutely right. The funny thing about this scene, though, it's like they just keep playing this song over and over again. Like, they it's cut hard itself because like they throw shit when they didn't like it, and they threw shit more shit when they liked it. <laughs> it makes no sense. They eventually stop throwing things though, right? Yeah. Well, they put that uh like man love woman song like stand by your man song and the stand by your man yeah they um it was a combination of those two songs the entire set though because they closed with the theme from rawhide again yeah <laughs> hey man go start with the end with it baby yeah um they finish up the set and the guy that owns the bar goes we owe you two hundred dollars but you drank three hundred dollars worth of beer we've also been there ben yeah i guess I mean, we, we have we, we, pete alonzo just won yeah mm, yep good good for him we could either pay you 
or you will we can pay your tab. Why don't you just go ahead and pay that tab? Yeah, yeah, that's a good point. Why don't, you, why don't you just go ahead and you pay that? Well, they didn't even do that because they were like, uh, Jake and Elwood didn't even do that because they were like, oh, okay, well, I guess we're just going to cut out then. Meanwhile, the actual band pulls up to play and they're like, wait a minute, what the fuck? And then they go to also chase the Blues Brothers along with a bunch of cops and such. Which, again, is... I mean, you guys know this. If you're listening to the podcast, you've seen the movie Blues Brothers. They're on a chase this entire movie. It's really funny. Almost the entire movie. Yeah. But, uh... The good old boys. The good good old old boys. Yeah, we're the good old boys. Yeah. Um, They decide to put together just, like, some big-ass show in, like, an auditorium, I I guess. in In a sauna. Oh yeah, they like speak to their agent or something. I guess they have like an agent. And they and they pressure him too. Hey, how's your wife doing? Oh yeah, he's like, what are you gonna do? Blackmail me? Yeah, yeah. Yep. That was good. <laughs> it's like, yep. And then the scene ends, and like it turns out they were the whole band was awesome. Also in the there <laughs> in the <laughs> sauna. Like... That was good. That was good. Um. But so it cuts to them promoting this show in their cop car again. They're just driving around. And this scene was, again, just hilarious. They're like just yelling out the window. You on the motorcycle. Come to our show. You two girls. girls. Come to our show. It's like as if anybody's just paying attention to this random shit that this guy is just shouting out this fucking car through a megaphone. (laughs) That a stranger is shouting. Yeah, out. a stranger. Exactly. <laughs> By a cop car. Yeah. I also like this is a crazy thing. Like, so they need five thousand dollars, and it's a two dollar cover charge. How much is the cover charge? Two dollars. <laughs> yeah, it's like how is that going to add up to anything? So what do you? How many people do you need? You need twenty five hundred people to show up. God. It's a lot. It's a lot. They did pack in a lot of the a lot of people in that, to be fair, but I don't know that it was twenty five hundred. No way. <laughs> no way. No. no way. Speaking of the show though, they're late for it. Love it. And this is where Cab Calloway, as you said. Dude, you know what I learned looking into this movie a bit? Cab Calloway, so there's a school in Delaware where named we're both from, him. named after him. He died in Hokessen. He did. That's crazy. He was born in New York. He grew up in Baltimore and died in Delaware. Yeah. Wild. Um, so they're late for the show, and Cab Calloway's like, you guys know the song Minnie the Moocher, which I guess is like Cab Calloway's main... It's his song. Yeah, it's his biggest hit. Biggest hit song. I looked out, looked it up By the way, I did not know what Cab Calloway was other than a school until like later in my life. I had no fucking clue. No, it was just like, like, you think it would be talked about more. More, yeah. You just think of it as the school, and then you're watching He's the movie. It's like famous. Like, yeah. Iconically famous. Yeah. It's crazy. I it fucking I, I didn't, and I didn't even know he was in this movie until like this recent watch. It's like, yeah. oh, I'm like putting the dots together in my head. Like, okay, this all makes sense now. Um, it's funny that they like, they all go back to the wardrobe that they all sort of wore during his original. I, lo- I love that. It's like a fucking, it's like, boop. Like, it's like j- cut and yeah. Bang. 
So like that, the way he got to the, it's like a, he was performing this song and he forgot the words and that's why he started doing it. That and that's and that that caught on, so he changed the song to have that in it. Oh, okay. I love in this performance where he goes and it like gets the whole crowd uh, trying to do it back and it's just like all fucked up. I mean, Freddie Mercury did the exact same thing. Freddie Mercury did the same thing? He would do that too, yeah. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Where he tries to trip out. Yeah, you're right, you're right. Um, But, yeah, it was that was a good performance. I mean, the guy was old as shit. Like Old in this and rock and still rocking, good. yeah, yeah, it yeah. was good. Whole band good performance, good. yeah, again, whole band doing it. Um, the cops get to the performance. John Candy cameo, one we haven't uh, talked about. Great role, probably the slimmest I've ever seen him in any role ever. You think so? Yeah, it might have been. So. It might have been. John Candy, great, great actor. Another guy so, that oh, died too soon. Actor. Yeah. Did he fall off a horse? Did he? I don't know. Or something like that. Oh, yeah, he had a heart something attack. crazy. Yeah, that's a shame. Um. Also from Canada. Oh yeah. Okay. Yeah. He's great in this little scene. Like the the cops around him are just about ready to arrest the Blues Brothers. They've had enough of this chase, and John Candy goes. Wait a minute. I haven't, haven't even heard, heard I haven't heard these boys sing yet. Heart attack. Yeah, sucks. Haven't even heard these boys sing yet. It's like, all right, I guess we're going to have to wait then. And uh yeah, I love that it's like we can't arrest them. I got to hear I got to hear, hear them first. as if that has any bearing on anything. Right. <laughs> um and so Elwood finally gets up there he introduces them as the blues brothers and everything and the intro goes terrible nobody says anything like the crowd is like dead for whatever reason um but they break out in the song everybody needs somebody to love this is probably my favorite song in the movie probably my favorite performance everybody I need you, you, you. Yep. Dude, yep. catchy song. Absolutely. Sometimes I feel I get a little sad as I. This song. I'm a little biased to uh, Sweet Home Chicago. Okay. However, I hear that song all the fucking time. So I don't, Yo, not okay. Really... So th- is, that's the second song that they sing, correct? Right. Yeah. I was going to home, Chicago. I was going to ask about that song. It's like, do you hear that a lot in Chicago? All the time. All the constantly. fucking time, constantly. Uh, yeah, street before is played all the time. Uh, when you're walking down um, State Street or uh, Michigan Avenue, that which is the Magnificent Mile, they have speakers on this like, in like in fake plants, and, and they'll pump music and like. I don't know, probably once every half hour, you'll hear Sweet Home Chicago. That's you'll hear a good that, song you'll hear Sinatra, Sinatra Chicago, you'll hear uh, Sinatra State Street. Anything that has anything to do with the word Chicago, and that's like clear as day, you'll hear it. I feel like that, that happens like, a lot like a, like a, with like town or state type songs. I Absolutely, but I would say I think it happens more because like 
People from Chicago fucking love Chicago. Yeah. Like, I bet people they do. fucking love like like I love the shirt, so like feels like I just want someone to love me the way that people from Chicago love Chicago. Yeah. <laughs> it's funny. Because people from Chicago fucking love Chicago. People from Chicago love Chicago. I mean it's there you go. I mean, I'm a it biased, is a it is uh, a lovable it's pretty dope living here. Lovable city. I was gonna say, um, I'm thinking of other songs of like uh, like uh, country roads to place yeah. West Virginia. <laughs> yeah, I'm not like a sucks. huge song, not a huge fan of that song either. But people love that one. Do you remember this song? I'm from Delaware, man. I'm from Delaware. Uh, well, that's not Some, a real song. That's n- someone spoofing. I'm yeah. everywhere. Yeah, I'm from anywhere. Yeah. Do you remember they spoofed it and said, I'm from Delaware? Yeah. Yeah. That shit was corny as hell. That yeah. shit was playing I on like... That, that guy would continue... That guy what? Fucking radio stations. Like, I hate the guy that like, got famous from like that, like worldwide famous. We got, he got paid to play that song in places where you should know. Terrible, surprised man. He, like copyrighted, didn't get like sued, honestly. Terrible. That was so corny. My What I'm getting at is... Need to write a song for Delaware, a real one. I like uh, Spinto Bands is pretty close. Uh, Promise Ring is a good. Oh one. yeah, there you go. That's the Delaware song yeah, right there. Is this, is this thing on? Yeah, that is a banger. I'm gonna listen to that after this podcast. Delaware, are you aware of the air supply? And, tell, and dude, they say Delaware like a thousand times in that song, too. That's the Delaware song. Fucking times, yeah. Spindo Bands, I feel like, has more lyrics that uh, kind of resonate a little better. The song I'm thinking of is Road to Newark. That's a good one. Yep. Let's hit the road. We can hit take your car and head for Newark again, so let's turn the stereo up. Like, that's a good... We can head to the main street, eat a cafe, shop for record. Like, the Promise Ring song is definitely the more famous one, though. Like, people in the emo indie circuit know that album. Yeah, I mean, that's a fucking... I mean, yeah. Promise Ring is a phenomenal band. Yeah, yeah. Anyway, getting off topic here, but... Back on point. Yeah, I... uh, Okay, Sweet Home Chicago. Uh, also, you know, legit good song. Um, Chicago. Of yeah, course. If you, if you go to uh, go to Buddy Guy's Blues like Blues Legends place, you'll hear that probably three or four times. Okay. At least once. I believe it. Yeah. For sure. For all the tourists and all if the people not, that love if, the Chicago. If not all the if the live band are playing, you'll never hear on the house stage uh, house on house music for okay. sure. Okay. And there'll probably be two guys dressed up like the Blues Brothers there. Oh yeah, dude. Remember our, used... the new the Newark McDonald's used to have the Blues Brothers. I was gonna bring that up, yo. So yeah, by the movies ten, there's a McDonald's, and they used to have two Blues Brothers statues in the McDonald's. They I don't know the Newark one too, didn't they? I don't know that they had it at the Newark one. I I'm think thinking about did. the one at the by the movies ten. I don't yeah, know if they still have it there or not, though. No way. 
I wonder how much it costs to put those things in there. Probably wasn't cheap. Probably thousands of dollars. Yeah, probably wasn't cheap. That's like for a while here they had the rock and roll McDonald's, but now it's not that. Now it's the greenhouse McDonald's. Yeah. Not nearly as cool. I mean, I I haven't been there, so I'm not. I'm not, I don't really know, but <laughs> I pass by it every once in a while. Yeah. It's cool. It's cool. It's by the now forever closed Rainforest Cafe. Closed? Have you ever eaten at forever. a Rainforest Cafe? No, I have class. <laughs> it's not very good. I believe uh, we got dinosaur nuggets there. Dino nugs? Are you hating on yeah. dino nugs? No, I'm saying is that what they serve there? <laughs> no. They sell like <laughs> burgers and shit. It's just like stand they have one of in D- Disney World. I haven't been to that in years though. Started to go to You'll never see me at one. Outback right, Steakhouse for you, right? Never, never again. Never again. Damn. So, like, at this at this scene, though, they finish playing, or they got to sneak off stage because they see the cops, and then all of a sudden, hey, they just, record like, label dude is there. They also saw the cops before the force, because he goes, he goes, like, shout out to our law enforcement. Oh. <laughs> and, like, they just dirty forwards, they just didn't do anything. Orange whip, orange whip, three orange whips. What are you talking about? That's what John Candy sits down in. Orange whip, orange whip, three orange whips. That's good. Uh, The guy at the record label, though, he's just like, hey, here's a $10,000 signing bonus. Yeah. It's like, okay, cool. Split this, give $1,400 to raise me chain in Calumet City, Illinois, give the rest of the band. band. So they split the signing bonus. So they took the five grand. Because at first I was confused. I was like, wait, are they splitting all the 10 grand with the band? I was like, wasn't the point for you guys to get the five grand? But you're right. They took five grand. They got into their car and they're like, all right, we got to get to Penguin. And this is the beginning of one of the most ridiculous car chases I've ever fucking seen in a movie. Um, well, first they meet up with Carrie Fisher again, where you learn her ex-boyfriend was Jake, and she's trying to, like, just get his attention, basically, is what you learn. His um, excuses. Um, yeah, um, he's like... Unbelievable. Yeah, what he say? is like, there was a hurricane, and I was late. There's an earthquake. I, I was like... <laughs> I overslept. And I over... Yeah, he, like, just keeps throwing out random shit. And she fucking buys it. Which just, means... Oh, Jake. Oh, Jake. It's just like, oh, my God. Yeah, when he takes the glasses, sunglasses off, she, she's like, oh, my Jakey, you know, or whatever. Yeah. Just drops see. her ass in the mud. It's like, all right, we got to go. Yeah. <laughs> also hits him with a fucking spray of bullets. Oh, yeah. She's got a machine gun now. Yeah. <laughs> it's insane. I do, I, it is. Just like for a mission. Like, uh, it was this. It was this. That was the, uh, <laughs> so it's so funny. It's really good. Oh, but yeah, we get to this chase scene and it's. Uh, Wait, you, well, you're skipping one of the most iconic lines in the movie. Go ahead and do it then. What is it? 
There's 106 miles to Chicago. We get a full tank gas, a half bag of cigarettes. It's dark out, and we're wearing sunglasses. Hit it. Hit it. You're right. That is an iconic yep. line. 106 miles to Chicago. We got a full tank gas, <laughs> half bag of Hit cigarettes. It. It's dark out, and we're wearing sunglasses. Hit it. It's good. Hit it. Dude. So, yeah, that does lead to the car chase. And it's like, this is like another half hour of a fucking movie, just this chase alone, I feel like. It goes on and on. And it is really funny. There's a cop car pile up at one point where there's yeah. like 20 fucking cop cars. And it's just, just like. Pile it up. Cop cars in Chicago are still painted that white with a blue stripe that says Chicago Police. That's how they're still painted. Really? Oh, that's yeah. cool. Um, I, I was like, I was like that's kind of cool. They, they're still, they're still repping. Yeah. How many cop cars do you think are in this chase? Because they destroyed, they destroyed a ton of them. I think 102 cars got destroyed. Oh my god, that's wild. I mean, it's had to be what 40. Yeah. In that one scene in particular, there was a shit ton. They just piling up. There's the Nazi car that just like jumps off a fucking ramp and like falls to its descent. I like that it shows it like it's a a higher than the Sears Tower. Yeah. 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 That was and yeah, great. I said Sears Tower. That's what it's still called here. I still call it the Sears Tower too. Damn right you do. I don't even know what else they would call like. What's called the Willis Tower? Oh, get that out of here. Sears, baby. Sears. Um. But yeah, I have the question. The scene is really long, but does it need to be this long to be as funny as it is? Because it just uh... keeps. It keeps adding up. It's like they got the cop cars, they got the Nazis, but then it's like there's more and more cop cars, and then there's, like, the military, and then it just, like, keeps, like, growing and growing and growing. And these guys in their car are just, like, again, just completely clueless to what's going on outside of them, basically. Yeah, it's for for two people. Yeah, yeah. So do you think it was a... The right length of a car chase. I think the, I think it added to the hilarity. I agree. Uh, um, but I don't think it need. I don't even need to be that long. <laughs> it was really long, though, right? Do you agree with oh, that? Yeah. It was like. Oh, yeah. <laughs> um. Regardless, I mean, it's still still funny. Just maybe, maybe just a smidge too long there. Um, eventually they get arrested, but they are able to get the nun, her, her five grand, which is the penguin, the penguin, her five grand, which this entire movie was basically about, I guess that was the plot. Like, was, getting was the this main plot line. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I also, they get all the way up the way they stack all the shit in front of the door every single time. So yeah. funny. Yeah. It's good. And that, uh, yeah, get there at the fucking, oh, be back in five minutes. Oh, yeah, that was good. That was good. Um, but, yeah, they get arrested, and then there's a performance in jail, playing Jailhouse Rock. Jailhouse Rock, yep. Why is the rest of the band in jail with them? What the fuck did they do? I, 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 guilty by association, maybe? I, like, I don't know. Like they're, like, they're wearing, like, the jail outfit too like they're prisoners yeah. as well yeah it makes no sense but no sense 
it's like all right whatever yeah yeah i guess by association maybe yeah like, i guess so what I, what's the charge of like reckless abandonment and yeah. speeding in every traffic violation yeah that's true as parole yeah maybe regardless that is the end of the movie blues brothers i really kept, liked it i thought it was kept funny, it nice and short for you guys a little a little more listenable and dragging yeah. out than dragging it out yeah what do you grade it i mean you gotta show respect and give it an a minus I was gonna although get... I wouldn't say like it's not it's not incredibly rewatchable. Yeah, a minus is good, an A flat if you will. Oh, I'm fuck. gonna go. I'm gonna say, yeah, it's okay. It's okay. I want to go B, and the B? reason yeah, the reason I'm gonna go B is because like I don't necessarily enjoy the songs as much as I would like say Wedding Singer. Or, yeah, you know, some of the other stuff that I just I mean, personally like more. None of these songs are anywhere close to Drive It Like You Stole It. So. Yeah, well, that's what I mean. And the other thing, the movie is just like a little too long in parts for me. Yeah, but, it's two and a half hours long. So that's, a, that's a long movie. It's a fucking long movie. So, but that said, the scenes that are funny are very funny. Very funny. It's iconic. A, iconic. It's a B movie, and uh, yeah, man, and I and I was pleasantly surprised to learn that the musicians in the band are all real musicians. So the way they look playing and all that stuff is very cool. Um, yeah, solid movie. Are we going to talk about the sequel, Blues Brothers Two Thousand? Probably not. Probably not. I, I mean, actually maybe later, later. I actually road, saw but... that movie in theaters. To tell you Yikes. the truth, I think I saw it once. I'm like, this is not a good movie. <laughs> this is stupid. Yeah, this is this is not good. So that movie came out in '99, I believe, and like '98. '98 right? is what it's okay. Yeah. So I didn't realize like. John Belushi wasn't in the sequel or anything. Like, I didn't know anything about it. No, he was dead. Yeah, he was. You're right. But I was a fucking yeah. kid. I was 10 years old, so I didn't know shit about anything then. Um, yeah, maybe yeah, maybe they'll come Goodman. back to Blues Brothers 2000 way down the line. But that does it for the original Blues Brothers. Yeah, so Blues Brothers 2000 was a dedication. It was dedicated to John Belushi, okay, Cap Calloway, and go. John Candy. Oh, there you go. Makes sense. Long time to go without a sequel. 28 uh, yeah, years. They went. Mm, you want to try, try that again? 18 you want to try that again? Years. 18 there years. you go. 18. But it's not, you know, it had Aretha Franklin again. It had James, had James Brown in it again. B.B. Uh, King was in it. I do actually remember a song from that movie. Six, three, four, five, seven, eight, nine. There was like a phone number song in it. So the plot is Elmwood Blues is released from prison after serving 18 years for the events of the previous film <laughs> and stands outside waiting for his brother, Joliet Jake, for 24 hours before the warden realized that nobody has informed his brother that has died. Oh, so they hammered that home immediately. Oh, boy. 
Yikes. Wouldn't Jake have been in jail with him, though? Like, what? That doesn't make any sense. Yeah. It doesn't make any sense, but whatever. All right, guys. I'm going to bed. Check us out on our website, musicmoviespod.com, musicmoviespodcast.com, Facebook, Instagram, Twitter. You can find me at Candyman underscore Young. Doing a new thing where I review candy. If you're interested in that, released a new song. If you're interested in that, what's that? Nothing. What did you say? Nothing. You've had a lot of high scores so far. I got the recording of this podcast, so whatever you just said, I'm going to find out. You understand that. (laughs) I just said your scores are a bit high. Scores are a bit high. Oh, for the candy. Okay. Yes. What do you know? You don't even eat candy. I do occasionally. Yeah? What's the last piece of candy you've had? Uh, I I had a, a Kit Kat today. A Japanese Kit Kat. It was apple flavored. It was delicious. What do you score it? Uh, well, it's not my favorite, but it's it's uh, actually ch- uh, dark. It's actually uh, cocoa milk, co- cocoa chocolate base. Most of them are white chocolate. So probably uh, five, good six, seven out of ten. Six point seven. Six seven out of ten. Yeah. I rated something a six out of ten today. So there you go. It'd be funny if I snuck in like weed candy and you ended up eating like weed candy. <laughs> Why would that be funny? I don't know. <laughs> the fuck? What's wrong with so you? I, was just, just, I would just want to be in the room. Like okay. I just take a bag of okay. Sour Patch Kids and I dump in like CBD ones and I just see these all get fucked up. You know, you're not too off base though with saying that my scores are high. And I've realized that a little bit. Saying, you know, because, but here's the thing. I buy candy that I like. So I'm going to rate it high. Do you understand? So if any listener wants to send me some shit candy to review, I can do that too. I mean, 10 out of 10 Reese Cup. Reese Cup is pretty high when it comes to chocolate. I feel like maybe that's a different category than candy, though. I don't know. Because, like, it's different to me. Like, there's fruity flavors, and then there's, like, chocolate. Well, Kit Kat and Reese's are up there, though. Regardless, follow us at Music Movies Pod on Instagram, Twitter. We have a Facebook. Uh, we still have over 100 now that our super fan Kevin started to finally finally follow us. He needs to change his uh, profile picture on Twitter. He's got none. He's got the egghead thing going, and I don't like and it. And then we also got another message from a possible... Uh, advertising but we probably won't do it with them okay i guess we'll have to talk 101 followers shout out there we go do you have a problem with me rating uh starburst jelly beans 10 out 10 out of 10 is that your Um, problem i mean that's a lot of sugar in the starburst jelly Jelly beans aren't even that good so i wouldn't all right that's gonna do it for all of us for, for us okay good night See you next time. Thank you. Bye.